my friends. Thank you for joining me today for Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. Today we're going to be talking about addiction, its power, its effect on our families, and how to overcome. Today's episode is sponsored by School of Greatness, a leadership and mentoring program. Are you ready to have a conversation? Let's go. Welcome to Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. I'm your host, Teresa Cooper, and today we have a great table. Uh, I have my co-host with me. Here today. Hey, yes. <laughs> this is season five, and we're excited to be bringing these relevant conversations to you every Wednesday at 12 Central Time. And so, again, welcome to Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. We've got some newbies at the table with us today. <laughs> yes, we got the Collins girls. <laughs> so we have Ms. Dawn Collins. Hello. Dawn, tell us just a little bit about yourself. All right. My name is Dawn Collins. I am a wife, a mother, uh, a newly certified doula, and a great member of this church. I'm going to switch that. A member of this great church, New Creation Family Church. And um, I am really happy to be here. Yeah. Thank well, thank you. you for coming to the table. Now, Dawn, where do you work? I work at the Care Pregnancy Center. It is a crisis center for anyone that finds, them, finds themselves in a crisis pregnancy. And I'm the receptionist there. I love that job. I get to meet a lot of great um, a lot of great uh, ladies yeah. and um, their partners. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, so you're ministering to families. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And you have a great receptionist voice. <laughs> <laughs> and so our other our other Collins at the table today is Miss Audrey Collins. Hello. Audrey, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, my name's Audrey Collins. We are not related. You might have guessed, but we are sisters. Yes. So um, I am a mom and a wife. I stay at home with my two babies. I say babies. They're toddlers now. But um, I also have an online beauty business, and I go to Word of God Ministries. Oh, okay. Now, what kind of online um, beauty business are you? It's beauty products, skincare, okay. dental care, hair care. Which I buy. Yeah. Okay. These, these ladies are my customers. That's how we met. Yeah. What y'all buying from Lip gloss, soap, everything. That's Lipstick. why I'm cute. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a commercial. Okay. okay. Well, what's the name of your business? It's called Beyond Pearls. Okay. So it's based on Proverbs 31, yeah. mm -hmm. um, that Beyond Pearls is our value. Yeah. So um, we, I promote beauty products, but our beauty comes from within. Yes, yes. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, as you can see, this is a great table, and we got a very serious uh, topic that we're going to be talking about today. But before we do, I want to introduce our cup. And so our cup for today is the Lord Delights in you. And that's in Isaiah 62 and four. And I love this cup. It was a gift. Uh, it was gifted to me. And, uh, but I love this because I think the hardest thing that we come to uh, realize 
in our lives is, is how much God delights in yes. us. We, we all have that, you know, opinion or perception of who God is and what he thinks about us. And even if we hear it in his word, even if he speaks to us in an audible voice or uh, through uh, the men and women of God, it's still a struggle sometimes for yes. us to really accept that he loves us yes. yeah. and he doesn't just love us, but he delights mm-hmm. in us. And it's not a, a, a you know, there's no preconditions, yes. mm-hmm. you know, yes. uh, he loves us as we, as we are, yes. you know? And, and I think once we realize how much we, he delights in us, it becomes easy for us to trust him, yeah. to depend mm-hmm. on him, to call on him mm-hmm. and to desire him because mm-hmm. he's not the big guy in the sky um, looking down at us with his finger pointed right. in yeah. anger. But mm-hmm. he's he is our heavenly father mm-hmm. and he loves us and yeah. he delights in you. So that's our cup for today. And, and our sister friends have their sister friends cups. Yes. yes. So if you would like a sister friend's cup, you can go to our website or DM us and we'll get one specially made just for you and your sister friends. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about a serious topic, one that I've, I've wanted to, to talk about, one that has probably touched every uh, American life in some way, um, that has touched people across the world. And uh, that's the, the sickness or the disease of addiction. And there's very different types of addiction. Uh, the definition of addiction for many of you that may know or don't know, addiction is a psychological or physical inability to stop consuming a chemical, drug, activity, or substance, even though it's causing you psychological or physical harm. That's the textbook de- uh, definition of addiction. And an addiction can be chronic. Um, it they classify it as a chronic disease that can also result from being taken um, from from taking medications, the overuse of prescription uh, opioids, painkillers, for example. Um, they say that uh, 115 deaths every day is caused by an opioid um, opioid um, addiction here just in the United States, but we're talking about the whole world. Mm, And uh, just wrap your mind around that, 115 deaths every day. That's a lot of people dying um, from a drug overdose. And so um, addiction is real. And again, it's a chronic disease. And personally, I've been impacted. Can you ladies say how you've been impacted personally? Well, personally, um, I've had a brother. We come mm-hmm. from a blended uh, blended family. Okay. An older brother who passed away from that addiction in okay. and out of jail. And also um, friends growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not who I am today <laughs> like I was years ago. So I had a lot of friends that uh, did and dabbled into drugs and lasted for years and lost um, There's a lot of loss attached mm-hmm. to addiction. Yeah, yeah, a lot of loss. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's just my personal. Right. And my my personal, you know, I, I dabbled. Yes, Pastor you did. Yes, Pastor T. But you know, it was light. It was you know like marijuana. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're growing up. Um, but that was about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but my personal connection, of course, would be with family members, and a, a, a sibling that has battled uh, for years um, addiction, drug addiction. And um, and so I've seen it up close, personal, um, still trying to reconcile 
um, the, the, the how, the whys, the cause. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and knowing, for me, I know that Jesus mm-hmm. um, is the answer. Yeah. Yeah. He's been the answer in my life, and I've seen him be the answer in, um, in many people's lives that have had addictions. But it's something that people have to come to on their own, yes. right. you know, yeah. um, because there there are other um, avenues out there to, to break free. Yes, mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm just a first proponent for I know God can deliver. Yes, He can. I believe yeah. in the delivering power of God. Mm-hmm. Kathy, how has addiction um, showed up in your life, or what's well, your association? Um, just as Dawn, I have a brother. Okay, um, that struggles with addiction um, even till now. And I have seen it do some things, you know, in friends Mm -hmm. and family members, but being that close to a brother and you know how people always say, well, just just pray. Prayer is good, but it's other things you have to do in conjunction with prayer. Mm -hmm. And not only did I see and see him struggle with it. I think we need to um, recognize what it does to the whole family as a whole, because it's something that they just cannot stop without the power of God. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. the only thing that could break addiction over your life. You Mm -hmm. could go to programs and that's good for those who need to go. Mm -hmm. But I know and I have seen addiction broken, not just just, you know, in family and friends just only and can last mm-hmm. through the power of right. God. Yeah. You know, and, but even most programs, and you all maybe have heard this, um, will we'll have within their program the steps that, that tell you you need a higher power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that you need something outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. They have regiments and they have plans and they mm-hmm. have treatments that they can give you. But even in those treatments, I want to mm-hmm. say, you know, like AA, yeah. um, they have in that component telling you that you need um, you need God. That's right. You need yeah. to tap into something bigger than you mm-hmm. um, yeah. to fight this battle because right. it, it's chronic. Mm-hmm. And even though you may be, you may have conquered it as far as um, being over it, um, the enemy is a thief. Yes. And so he's always sitting around lurking how he can get back in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and so it may be something that you might have to struggle with uh, the rest of your life as mm-hmm. far as fight it, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Um, even as you're free. Mm-hmm. You know, um, never letting your guard down, yeah. I guess, is what I'm really trying yeah. to say. If you just tuned in, this is Sister Friends Cups in Conversation, and we're talking about addiction, the battle with addiction. And we have a very special guest, uh, Miss Audrey Collins, and we're going to ask her, Miss Audrey, how did you get to this table? And just let us know. Uh, tell us your story. Okay. Um, well, my interactions with drugs have been definitely more than just casual Uh use or knowing someone um, that's done it. Although I do know a lot of people who have struggled with drug addiction and drug use, including many members of my family. Uh Um, So you talk about definitions. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that definition is great. It's technical. But to me, drug addiction is a cheap imitation of the joy and fulfillment that only God can bring. Mm, and so when people come to a place mm-hmm. of desperation, mm-hmm. uh, for me it was isolation, loneliness, pain. Mm-hmm. Um, they 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 get desperate and they start grasping for things. And if they don't know the love of Christ, they're going to 
seek right. out. Yes. Yes. And so, and the devil has many tactics. Right. He's got many options out there for you to try to lure you away from Christ. Yeah. Um, so it could be drugs. It could be sex. It could be, you know, food. There's so many things that you can Absolutely. be mm-hmm. addicted to, but only Jesus Christ Absolutely. can give you what you're looking for. Yeah. You know, they say that the most common roots of addiction um, uh, are attached to chronic stress, a history of trauma, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, mental illness, and a family history mm-hmm. of yeah. addiction. Okay. And so a lot of the root causes, and uh, we know that obviously Christ can break all of those. He says yeah. that he mm-hmm. came to set us free yeah. and that we would be free indeed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but until we come to a, a knowledge of that, mm-hmm. um, we are more susceptible to um, the devices right. um, that are out there to trick us or to mm-hmm. trip us up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think for me, um, because I knew that addiction was chronic within our um not necessarily a drug addiction, but just mm-hmm. addictions, mm-hmm. whether it was prescription, whether it was alcohol, mm-hmm. um, having that, an addictive nature mm-hmm. yeah. um, was rel- was within my family lineage. Mm-hmm. Um, it helped me to be on guard against mm-hmm. not being excessive, right. you know, right. with, with any substance right. of any mm-hmm. kind. I mean, mm-hmm. I smoked a cigarette and it was like, mm, I don't like the way that tastes. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I was able to dabble in um, things, mm-hmm. but not get addicted to them. Right. Um, mainly because I didn't ever like the taste of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You're picky. So, you know, I got an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't like the taste Twinkies. I was too cheap. You okay. know, I yeah. was partaking in other people's enjoyment. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I was too cheap. But that that tells you if you don't know what you come from. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. when we struggle with addictions, we don't want to tell our kids because right. we act like we've been in church and saved all yeah. our lives. Right. Yeah. And in the background, mm-hmm. they're struggling, but they're not mm-hmm. telling you because right. you know, I don't want to tell them because you know, mom and them church, they pastors, they right. minister, they right. sing. Right. Yeah. So they don't tell us because we have not told them mm-hmm. our struggles. Mm-hmm. Right. So that they could feel safe and come to us right. when they feel in these little mm-hmm. devils around them trying yeah. to tempt them into that lifestyle. Right. And I think w- w- when we were raising our kids, my uh, Miss Audrey, my my daughter is thirty two. Maybe she may be thirty three. Okay. <laughs> uh, my son is thirty four. Okay. But when, when we were raising them, we always told them we we told them about um, vices that were mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. But we we were always careful to um, explain to them. Why? That's mm-hmm. right. This is right. You don't need to deal with this. You don't need to dabble in this mm-hmm. because this runs through our family, yes. and our family is going to be too. the curse breaker. Yes. Right. It's going to oh, stop yeah. with our family. And so, but yeah. it was important for us to not to be intimidated yeah. or uh, fearful to, sh- to disclose to our children right. the things that we did. And mm-hmm. of course, we had to tell them age appropriate. Yeah. Right, um, right. It was in and around when they were middle school. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. I'm so glad y'all are saying this right now. This is a confirmation to me because I was speaking with my husband on the way here and he's like, well, you know, are we going to let the girls watch, mm-hmm. you know, your testimony? I'm like, well, I'm not sure they're ready, but my oldest is in middle school. So I think, I think this is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. You don't want to share too much when right. they're not ready for it, but you want to spare them that heartache. Yes. Yeah. Because it is a spirit, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and, the, and, and it, it comes yeah. to check up 
you know, in, yeah. within our family lineage, yeah. you know, right. and the only way that it can be stopped is it ha- we have to have these type of conversations, yes. you know, about it. And um, they said that there are 10, there's 10 most common addictions. And I was a little surprised by some of these, but you all may not be. Number one, alcohol. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. I would have thought it would have been pills mm-hmm. or, you know, but ac- alcohol is the number one addiction that yeah. people are, you know, battling with. But I can see that where now that you think about it, because it's become more common to just, you know, sit in fellowship with Rosé. and yeah. it's, it's And then before you yeah. know it, it's every day, mm-hmm. you know, it's right. every time you're eating. Right. It's every, you know, holiday. Uh, smoking is number two. Um, the third one is drug addiction. So actually alcohol and smoking is, in, is above drugs. Hmm. Okay. And then gambling. Mm-hmm. Food addiction. There, there, that's mm-hmm. probably me right there. Jesus. Jesus. I just I'll haven't been diagnosed. <laughs> I eat ice cream every night, so I'm not judging. Um, some of you might be surprised. Video gaming yes. is an addiction. Mm-hmm. Shopping. Mm-hmm. Internet. Yes. Sex. Mm-hmm. And number 10 would be working. Mm-hmm. You know, and so those are some of the, and of course, you know, they've come up with all kind of other things that they uh, will classify as an addiction. But those are 10. Uh, Miss Audrey, which addiction did you struggle with the most um, out of these top 10? Um, I, I definitely did um, alcohol and drugs, and I've struggled with food addictions. Um I think probably drugs the most. It wasn't any one drug. It okay. was just anything, anything yeah. to get me out of my mind or to help me feel at ease or um, just forget. Did, forget. Was it a, a family struggle? <laughs> was it uh, broken relationships? What could, if you've been able to, you know, track um, your life, can you say or pinpoint what it was that caused the spiral down mm-hmm. or the think- dependency? I think it was definitely relationships, um, family, not not having strong connections with mm-hmm. my family. Yeah. Um, my parents did divorce when okay. I was in middle school. And so that was definitely a factor. And then um, just I, I was telling you guys earlier that my family isn't real close, you mm-hmm. know. Okay. Um, so we didn't have a lot of family get togethers. There just wasn't a lot of closeness um, between us. So mm-hmm. I think the lack of that. And then um, my mom, she brought us up going to church, mm-hmm. uh, but my dad was never a part of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I think, um, you know, the daddy issues. Yeah. That yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Because yeah, yeah, my dad was kind of in and out and he lived out of town mm-hmm. uh, some. And so that was, it was difficult. Girls need their dads. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. So we, we, you would pinpoint it to relationships, family um, mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. And was it a, a, a need to just, to fill the void or to feel, to feel good? Some people, mm-hmm. they, um, they get addicted and, and the addiction is to the feeling yeah. of, they don't, where they don't have to think about what it, whatever it is right. that they have to think about on a regular basis or the trauma mm-hmm. or the, the dysfunctions that might be in their family. And so that's what, you know, drives them to it. I know mm-hmm. when we were smoking weed, it was more like just fun and, yeah. you know, and then you, you smoked it and then, you know, uh, you wanted to eat. Yeah. And you want to, you know, laugh, <laughs> sit around and tell jokes. Yeah. Right, you know, but right. that was so many years ago. And mm-hmm. what people 
consider weed today no, mm-hmm. it's, it's not it's the same different. marijuana yeah. that mm-hmm. when we grew up on it's totally different, it's totally right. different. Um, I haven't tried it so <laughs> I can't tell you how different it is but I can only tell you based on um, people that I've known I've never known anyone to ever die from marijuana mm-hmm. but the marijuana that they're producing now the synthetic marijuana oh, right. people yes. die from or it or the last yeah. drug right. with the drugs that absolutely right. I haven't tried that but yeah. I will say when I did dabble, um, for me, mm-hmm. what started me to even going down that road, I had mom, I had dad. I, mm-hmm. We did go to church. We were active. But it was a lack of purpose. Yeah, I had okay. no focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's my part in life? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I know my part in this family. I was yeah. the youngest. Mm-hmm. And so you know how the youngest are. <laughs> so I was the youngest, didn't have much to do. But um the initial beginning was what is my purpose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so if you're struggling for your purpose, you know, we've been saying look to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And um, Audrey can tell us how. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was going to be my next question, Ms. Audrey, was how did you, um, how long were you, did you find yourself addicted? And then how did you get out? Mm-hmm. Okay, so my, my mom actually got remarried and moved to Michigan when I was 17. So I was on my own at 17. Um, that's when I was, I'd kind of been introduced, I, I'd already smoked cigarettes and tried weed and, you know, dabbled, as okay. you guys said. Um, but at that point, whenever I was on my own, um, the only friends I had, my Christian influences, you know, my mom had left my a lot of my friends in high school. Mm-hmm. They had all moved away, gone to college or whatever. And so I found myself with no guidance, no um, positive influences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I worked at the restaurant, and in the restaurants, drugs abound. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, being lonely and being depressed, my friends are like, oh, I can help you yeah. with this. Yeah. You know, um, this will make you feel better. And so to at first, it was just a solution to yes. how I was feeling. And so as a, each door opened and I tried new things, it was just— it was all the same, just to make the feelings go away, to make the loneliness mm-hmm. go away, to not think about those things that were bothering me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So were you, how long did your addiction last? Was so, it several years? Oh, yeah. Um, so I didn't come back to Christ until I was 24. Okay. So six years, five or six years. So it was pretty much your your younger mm-hmm. teen into mm-hmm. early 20s right. that you really struggled. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, how did you... Coming into a relationship with Jesus Christ and being introduced to him in an, in an authentic way, mm-hmm. was that what, you know, broke you free from it? Or did mm-hmm. you end up in a program? I did not. Now, I, at my old church, Teen Challenge used to come. I got yeah, yeah, Teen yeah. Challenge. very much. And it's a great I program. loved when they came because it was a reminder to me that that's where my life could have gone. Yeah, I could yeah, have yeah. ended up there. And thankfully, the Lord snatched me out of it and I listened to him. You know, yeah. some people, mm-hmm. God's wooing, he's giving you those outs right. and they still don't take them. But um, my um, my old pastor's wife from when I was a kid actually stopped in where I was working. Oh, okay. And um, mm-hmm. I was working at a restaurant and I thought she was coming in to get some food, but she said that the Lord just led her to stop yeah. in and say hello uh-huh. to me. I hadn't seen her in years. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, through... In the year, I guess months, year before that, I had kind of been coming to that realization of this is one dead end road after another. This is serving me nothing. And I wanted to get out, but I just yeah. needed something to help yeah. me get out. Yeah. Right. You know? 
Yeah. And so her coming in that day and letting me know the Lord's thinking about me. He, yeah. he delights he, in me. Absolutely. Even even knowing what I had done and the roads I had traveled, he was still thinking yeah. about me and wanting me to come back home to him. So yeah. so that was the road back. Yeah, that's beautiful mm-hmm. because, you know, um, you never know uh, how the Lord is dealing with people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why I love this the, the cup that says the Lord delights in mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Even in, in your worst state, even in your lowest point, and when you feel all alone, um, the Lord is delighting in you. Mm-hmm. And he will do things like he did with Miss Audrey. Had a pastor's wife mm-hmm. show up in a restaurant. Right. And unbeknownst to her, she's just going there thinking she's going to say, hey, Audrey, yeah. Yeah. how are you doing? Yeah, she had But that was your lifeline. Mm-hmm. That was your lifeline. Yeah, it was. And it's just another testament of never uh, giving up on people. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, and I, I know, especially when you're dealing with addiction, uh, there's a thin line. And you, you'll know this, Kathy. Mm-hmm. It's really hard mm-hmm. sometimes to know mm-hmm. when to give tough love to your family members. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I have a sister that really, really her whole life, mm-hmm. she's just struggled with drugs. Mm-hmm. And we've experienced everything that you would think you could experience mm-hmm. from TV yeah. to just whatever you've seen with drugs, we've experienced yes. with her. Mm-hmm. But I've never allowed myself to give up on yes. her. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Because you never know when when that one moment of saying, I love you, mm-hmm. or picking up the phone, mm-hmm. or not thinking what we know what they're calling about. Yeah. That You never know when that could be the moment mm-hmm. that they're crying out to God. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be that crack, that window mm-hmm. um, that you're able to really reach them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And because even in their, even in your addiction, you're still a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You right. still have purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. You may not be fulfilling your purpose. In any sin, really. It, there yeah. you go. In any sin. Absolutely. And you know what I love what you said? <laughs> I love how God met you where you were. Yes. You didn't have to yes. get cleaned up. Okay, God. You yeah. know how people always say, right. I got to yeah. get right before I go to yeah. church. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, he meet us where we are. Absolutely. And just as Pastor yes. Teresa, with the family stress up, and I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. So this is my baby, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And been my baby. Now, he's yeah. in his 40s, but he's yeah. still. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, Lord. <laughs> Deliver my brother. Yeah. But you know, and people say, just put him to the Lord, just leave him to the Lord. That's easy to say. It's easy to say, yeah. yeah. For mm-hmm. somebody who never had a family member or mm-hmm. has never struggled, just let I trust the Lord with his ending. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I still have concern for him. Right. right. And yeah. I still pray mm-hmm. for him. You know, is everybody have a different way of how they do things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that was my way to never give up. Right. I will never give up. Never. Yeah. I will always pray for him and call him before the Lord. Absolutely. So Psalms um, 50 and 15 says, and call on, on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you will honor me. And I think of that scripture when I just hear Miss Audrey say she was in a restaurant mm-hmm. and and how that um, that moment just, you know, changed the trajectory of right. your situation. Mm-hmm. And you may have not you may have called on the Lord that day or like, the, the thing I love about the Lord is that he he knows our prayers in our yes. hearts. Yeah. And you could have 
cried out to him the day before right. or some other time, he know, him knowing mm-hmm. that you want to be free from this. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and he hears those, those mm-hmm. requests. Yes. And um, I love that scripture because he says, when you call on me mm-hmm. in that, in your day of trouble, I will answer you. Right. And yes. then after I answer you and after I deliver you, um, you're going to give me glory. Oh yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's that's my purpose. We're talking about purpose. Um, you go through things in life, and the Lord, He's He's so gracious and so good to weave those things together for His glory. Yes, yeah, to absolutely. all the pain, all the tears. Nothing is wasted. He'll yes. use every single absolutely. bit of it. Absolutely, He does. And if we can help others. That's what it's all about. You know, you know what? Uh, you know, some people might be watching. They be saying, "Oh my God, they're talking about drugs, and they're talking about this really in the church." But some that's of right. us eat too much. Okay. And that's the addiction as well. Absolutely. Pastor T just went down a list of addictions and different things. People might not have been aware that those were addictions. Right. Sitting in front of the TV, playing a game for four or five hours—that right. is an addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so we don't see it as addiction, and sometimes we'll <clears throat> judge other people because drugs alcohol, that's really that's addiction. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. addiction is addiction and it captivates you the same right. way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I knew, a, we knew a gentleman, beautiful family, beautiful, handsome guy, every, just the t- at the top of his game. And, but he had a gambling mm-hmm. addiction. So mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure the boats coming mm-hmm. didn't help his mm-hmm. addiction. Oh, yeah. He might've started small in the corner, you know, and in, in just in, family, friends, houses, or what have you. But by the time the riverboats river came, then it's this big industry. Right. And um, and he would come to the church, and he would come for prayer, and he would come. Mm. He wanted to be delivered. And I'll never forget it because he, he lost everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was hard to wrap your mind around how he would risk his children, his yeah. family, his mm-hmm. wife, his career, because he had an addiction, yes. he couldn't he couldn't stop going to the river boats, and um, mm. and so everybody has different. Yeah. Um, as you you know, Kathy said we talked about ten, um, but if you've got something that you can't stop, mm-hmm. it's bringing you harm, it's harming your your family, it's harming you, um, then that's that's classified as an addiction, mm-hmm. and one of the methods. In the ways to um, find relief and to find healing and restoration from whatever it is that's driving you is going to behavioral therapy, yeah. going to counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's even medication and drug based treatment. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you that may feel like, well, I can't just stop. Right. Yeah. yeah. I can't just <clears throat> stop this heroin or I just can't stop this opioid yeah. addiction. You, you go into a treatment program and there are medical mm-hmm. doctors and people, professionals that can help you and wean you off of that addiction. Um, there's um, there's medical devices to treat withdrawals because there's some people that want to quit, but their fear of the withdrawal mm-hmm. is greater than their fear of yeah. right. their addiction. Right. You know, mm-hmm. but they've gotten um, more um, sophisticated yeah. in helping mm-hmm. us yeah. um, to wean ourselves from these drugs. And you could do this in conjunction in conjunction with prayer. Absolutely. Because, you know, most people think, I'm just going to pray my way through it. And prayer works. It does. Mm -hmm. But you could also use all of these different techniques Mm -hmm. in conjunction with prayer. Right. Absolutely. And help you get through that. Um, 
So there's uh, ongoing care to, to, re to reduce the risk of uh, relapse. There's outpatient. There's some, mm -hmm. people, some people have to be committed into a program, mm -hmm. but then there's also outpatient programs. My, my point is, is that there's help mm -hmm. out yes. there. Right. And then the more, the more familiar we become with the help that's out there, the more uh, familiar the ones that we love, that mm -hmm. we're able to transfer that information to them to help guide them out of whatever's, you know, controlling their lives uh, because addiction is real. Yes. Let me give you this last scripture. Um, it's in 1 Corinthians 6 and 12. It's a great scripture um, for those of you, especially I have a, 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 a young lady that I just adore her. She's precious. And um I'm not, I haven't had the, found the courage yet to ask her, what, are you an owner? What's this? Because she spends all her time on Facebook promoting marijuana uh, products. Okay. You know, yeah. brownies, yeah. Lip, I mean, you, oh, you name it. Oh, my God. And she does it so well. I'm like, I'm, she, she making this look so good. <laughs> I'm like, I was going to inbox her one day and just say, what in the world is you doing? Like, what is this? Is it that good? I mean... I don't know if it's show. a business, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, and she does it with such joy. I'm just like... That's why she has joy. <laughs> she's the owner. <laughs> she's partaking of the brownies. <laughs> I mean, all day. All day. She's on there promoting. And uh, But when you really think about it, and I think about that, we're laughing, mm. but that's somebody's all day is tempting somebody yes, to be a right. part of something. Mm -hmm. And it may be a business for you, mm -hmm. but it could be destroying someone else's life. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's really mm -hmm. the seriousness of it. And I just hadn't had the courage to ask her, like, what are you really doing? That's mm -hmm. how subtly it's yeah. come into the, our um, culture. Mm -hmm. yeah. It just subtly yeah. stuck in in ways. Just like yeah. alcohol. Right. It's yes. more accepted now. Mm -hmm. It's more right. common. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. so it says, I have the right to do anything. This is 1 Corinthians 6 and 12. Mm -hmm. You say, I have the right to do anything, but not Good. everything is beneficial. You may have the right to, to do it right. and, you know, throw back that rosé, mm -hmm. you know, drink that beer at the end of the day. Right. But uh, you have the right to do anything, but it will not be mastered. But he says, but I will not be mastered by anything. Let me read that over. I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. Mm -hmm. I have the right to do anything but I will not be mastered by anything. Mm -hmm. And that's wisdom. Yes. You know, we have the right, but don't be mastered by anything. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I hope you've enjoyed this episode, Sister Friends Cups in Conversation. Remember, something to sip on is next. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. It was a heartfelt and powerful conversation we had around the table. I want to encourage you to continue to be an advocate and support those who are striving to overcome from any and every type of addiction. I want to take a minute and just thank our sponsor for today's episode, the School of Greatness, a leadership and mentoring program here in Shreveport, Louisiana. Thank you for making a difference in the lives of young people. Be sure to follow us across all of our social media platforms, like, share, subscribe to our channel, and again, join us next week at 12 noon every Wednesday. And don't forget, something to sip on is next. Well, this is something to sip on. 
And uh, I want to say, uh, know that the Lord delights in you. Receive that, live in that space. He delights in you. Kathy, what are you sipping on? I would say if you're struggling with addiction, know that your recovery is worth it. Oh, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, Miss Dawn, what are you sipping on? Well, I would say um, let nothing master you. Yes. Mm -hmm. Nothing at all. You be the master of your life. Through Jesus Christ, of course. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Through Jesus, we'll, we'll shake on that. I gotta stop letting yes, them chips, yes. letting yeah, them yeah. chips master. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Audrey, what do you want to leave? Okay, I've got two things. Okay. Um, one is old anointed lyrics. There's no road that you can travel to that's too far from God's grace. Mm -hmm. And number two is if you are struggling with addiction, this is not who you are. This is what you're doing, but it's not who you are. And God can help you find out who you really are. Mm, All right, that's, that's something to sip on. We'll see you next week. <laughs>